Welcome to the SaaS Admin Lab podcast where we tell you the stories of SaaS founders, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. My name is Luis. I'm the founder of Fancy Agency, a digital marketing agency specializing in scaling SaaS companies. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Zach Oates. He is the founder and CEO of Ovation. And uh, Zach Oates is an author, husband, father, entrepreneur, and a hot tub aficionado. Uh, but not necessarily in that order, right? That's correct. But he's gone. This is, this is my favorite part. He's gone <laughs> on over a thousand dates before he got married, which is... I don't think a lot of people get to get to do that. Um, yeah, so I know a lot of people get a lot of people spend their money in better ways. But <laughs> I don't have a nice car, but I have a lot of dates. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. So that's super interesting. And on top of that, so you wrote a, a book about that called "Dating Never Works Until It Does." Um, he was also voted top 100 entrepreneur. You got to ring the Nasdaq bell, and you won the world's biggest business competition. Started two companies and an international NGO received your MBA from BYU and you did CX uh, customer experience consulting over at PwC for fortune 100 companies. So obviously like super high level stuff. Um, and then now you're currently the founder and CEO over Ovation, which is a relationship enabled platform for restaurants and retailers. And you recently raised $1 million from uh, a bunch of capitalists, essentially yep. capitalists. So that's super awesome. It sounds like a, a really like a super interesting journey you know to to be part of and and i'm really in like interested in that whole you dated a thousand people um yeah i don't know if you <laughs> want to talk about that we're saving it for a, for a different time hey hey it's it's uh, it's part of the journey because honestly that's kind of where ovation started was gotcha. as i as i was uh, going on all these dates what i realized was it was so hard for me to remember if i liked the restaurant that I went to. But if I didn't like it, if something went wrong and it kind of messed up the date, it was so easy for me to remember the name of the restaurant and to leave a negative review. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh man, I just, I don't want to like hurt the business. But on the other hand, I want them to know what happened. And mm -hmm. so um, as I started to look into the industry, what I realized was the only thing that there was, was like receipt surveys. And mm -hmm. besides to get a free cookie at Subway, like who takes those right. Right. and uh, online reviews. So receipt surveys, good data for the business. It's hard and inconvenient for the customer. Yeah. Online reviews, convenient for the customer, but it really can hurt the business. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, isn't there a better way? And as I looked online and I saw things like live chat and I saw that you can pixel and follow happy customers, I thought, well, why doesn't that exist for restaurants, for these brick and mortar businesses? So that's, that's uh, how it all kind of started. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but going on those dates, it was, um, it, it really held, had me to quickly learn how do you build a relationship? Mm -hmm. How do you get from what's your name to a first date to a second date pretty quickly? Oh. And, uh, you know, cause you don't, a thousand dates is quite a, a, a lot. You had to get efficient at it. Right. Um, but using those same principles, that's what we do at Ovation is we help we help mechanize and automate the ability to build relationships mm -hmm. uh, because unless you have tools as a business nowadays, you can't just, it's really hard to build that one-on-one -on -one relationship with every single person that walks through your door. Right. Totally. And and that's actually some, cause within, you know, like my, my group of close friends, we have an individual that she likes to essentially like, she's always on Yelp, right? She's a Yelp elite. She loves giving everyone reviews and stuff like that. And my, like, personally, I don't like Yelp that much. Um, I don't know why. There's just, like, some, something about it I just don't like. So I don't even use that. I never use the app. I'll go on, for example, um, Google Maps. And just to kind of avoid the whole, you know, IMAP thing with Yelp, 
Um, yeah. So I, I'll go around it, but essentially, like, if I'm going to leave a review, it's typically, like you said, like, it's usually, like, either I really, really like something or I really hate something, and it's typically the latter, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. So People are actually three times more likely to leave a negative review than a positive one. Right, and so I, I had a feeling that I wasn't this, the only, you know, like, I guess, mean person out there or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, right? And, and it's, it's something that is what I found, uh, what we found at Ovation is that people just want to get it off their chest. They want to know that they're heard. And so that's what we do better than anyone else in the industry is we help people feel heard because we've created a tool that is so simple for consumers to give feedback and mm -hmm. so easy to manage. So for example, quick use case, right? You walk into a restaurant, um, you know, let's, let's use Sweeto Burrito, one of, uh, one of our favorite customers. Um, and uh, we're not supposed to, it's like having kids. We're not supposed to have favorites, but I mean, they, they are one of the hundreds of our favorite customers. <laughs> and you walk in, you order your burrito, you go sit down while it's being made and uh, you eat. And while you're sitting there, there's a little table topper and it says, let us know how we did for your chance to win a hundred dollar gift card. Mm -hmm. So all you got to do is open up your camera, point it at the, uh, at the, you know, the QR code and it opens up into a web app, no download, no login, no account creation. Mm -hmm. And you give, uh, you give your feedback. If you loved it, we ask you to leave positive reviews. If you didn't, we ask for private feedback while staying compliant with all of the online review policies right. uh, and that goes directly to management and then they have an ovation app on their phone and so they can easily chat with you um, in three clicks they could send you a personalized response and then all you get is a text message mm -hmm. that will say hey Lewis, so sorry about your experience this is zach the manager here at zach shack i'd love to make it right uh here is a five dollar discount so now you're not blasting to everyone that negative review and right. As a business, I'm not putting on Yelp because what happens is um, if I put on Yelp, hey, this person was upset, so I'm going to give them a $5 discount. Well, then people will post negative reviews just to get the discount, right? Okay. So we're preventing that from happening as well. And um, that's the thing that people love is, again, it's easy to use, simple to manage. Right. And the, the best part is that now that we have the, the cell phone number, the name, the satisfaction, we could actually create segments and we have a text marketing platform that is an intelligent marketing platform. So you can segment your customers, automate messages that go out to them to drive more revenue. And that's, that's what we're trying to hit. That's the bottom line is we're trying to get to that bottom line to drive revenue. That's awesome. That sounds like a super, I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think I've been to any restaurant that's using Ovation, but I just from like what you told me right now, like I actually want to kind of experience, you know, the, the, the entire thing, the way you pictured it, which is, I think already says something about the product. Yeah. And, and the nice thing is, is that you don't just have, it's not just about QR codes. We have loyalty program, a satisfaction, smiley face kiosk. We have phone numbers that you can text in stickers. I mean, you know, uh, pizza box toppers. We work with the restaurant to find the best implementation method. And we've worked with so many restaurants right. that no matter if you're fine dining or fast casual or fast food, we know what implementation is gonna work for your establishment. So that's, that's one of our unique value propositions. Not only do we have this incredibly simple uh, tool to use, but it works uh, for any location because we're not tied to one specific 
method. And I think that's one of the principles that in addition to being easy to use and simple to manage, um, another like really guiding principle is making it um, you, you know, universal to give the easiest method of implementation. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times with SaaS products, it can be built with one implementation method, yeah. which only works in one situation. Right. Uh, but what we've done is we've created something that works in any re restaurant and in any retail store. That's super awesome. That's really, really cool. So as far as building the team, building the company up and everything, how long has Ovation been around for? Two years. Two years. Super young still. Uh, that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. And what's been like, you know, are there any like restaurant sizes so far that are looking for the solution or how are you looking, you know, how are you reaching out to, to new restaurants or retailers or whatever? Um, you know, you yeah. Know what so we, we hit up the trade show circuit, you know, we go to like the, the big shows, the small shows. So we, we try to hit up a lot of uh, trade shows and then also, you know, we, we buy leads to uh, email and call and um, basically like share the, share what Ovation does. And, our whole goal is to let the product sell itself. I mean, what we found is that if somebody signs up for a paid pilot, they become a customer. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, ha that has happened every single time. Right. Um, and so for us, our whole goal is we don't, we don't want to sit there and have some long sales process. What we want to oh. do is be like, hey, look, just, just try it out in one of your 30, 50, 100 locations mm -hmm. and uh, let the product sell itself because mm -hmm. we could sit here and, and pitch you all day but end of the but if you, know, you try it you won't really know exactly and cool. so sure we have we have case studies that show that our text marketing campaigns get five percent or sorry five times higher redemption rates mm -hmm. yeah we have data and white papers that show that we have you are 18 times more likely to win a customer back with ovation than if you respond to a negative review online. And sure, we, we could prove to them that they're going to get 16 times more data than a receipt survey. But all of that is just like numbers on a page right. um, until they actually use it and they see the lift in their own uh, locations. Is it, where is it, uh, what markets are currently like the most, I guess, served? So LA and, um, the Utah, like uh, central Utah market are probably our, our biggest hotspots because we, we're in Utah. And so a lot of people will call us up. We'll see us in other restaurants. We'll say, Hey, I saw you in that restaurant. I want you in mine. Um, and then LA, there's just huge food scene there. We also oh, have quite yeah. a bit in Chicago, but all in all, we're in about 30 different States right now. Mm. And, cool. uh, and we're in Australia and Canada. Um, awesome. So we're, we're growing baby. Are there any in Arizona? Uh, yes, we do have some in Arizona. We've got some, uh, a couple of cafes, Tucanos, um, and we're working on a few others that are in the works right now. Cool. I'll have to check them out. I'll, I'll talk to you after that. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> um, but cool. What is, like, if you could have any client, um, you know, and maybe just like a size and like an industry, not necessarily like name any sort of names if you don't want to, um, but who, like, who would you like want to like just sign up right now? Anyone with, you know, 10 to 100 locations that are fast casual mm -hmm. um, with forward thinking leadership, they are our prime target, especially if they're already doing things like email marketing, um, because text marketing is just so much more effective. Yeah. And we could take all the good. Uh, we can 
uh, have that be successful in the text realm. So we know we know it works, but um, like I said, in that like 10 to 100 range of fast casual, mm-hmm. we crush it. I mean, every time universally, we know that that works uh, because it just has happened time and time and time again. And um, but then you know also the uh, the casual full service that you know we work really really well in those restaurants as well uh, with the table topper and the server kind of prompting them hey take one question let us know how we did you can actually win a hundred dollar gift card or uh, one of our one of our great case studies what they do is everyone who takes a survey they give them a five dollar coupon to be used on their next visit when they spend ten dollars or more right so everyone's a winner Right. But then it also guarantees them business totally. and they set the coupon so that people normally spend $8 in a single sitting, but now they're going to spend 10, 11, 12 yeah. and give away $5. So they're actually making about the same, um, about the same amount of revenue, even though they're giving out $5, but they're increasing the likelihood of them coming back by two to three times. So it just, our, our whole goal, like I said, is um, to make that a no brainer and, and uh, it's it's not you know and the revenue side of it is where they can say yeah like I get the value here, but the other side of it the whole side that kind of sparked this was that communication was building that relationship yeah. between the customer right. and, and the person, and you know here's an example one of our um, one of our other favorite customers uh, they were um, so so a customer wrote them in some feedback and said hey I've been coming here for like the last year. And it seems like lately your portion sizes have been getting smaller. Uh, also, I would really appreciate some vegan options. And he was like, okay, the vegan options I get. And so he wrote her back saying, hey, thank you so much for the vegan options. We've actually been thinking about that. And uh, now they're using her as someone that they can you know, chat with to see what type of uh, vegan options would, would they like. Uh-huh. But he, this other, uh, this other, you know, uh, when she said that the portion sizes were getting smaller, he was like, that's weird. So he called the location and found out that they were using the wrong size scoop for serving out chicken. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it was a fast casual, like, you know, they were making uh, pitas. And so they actually had gotten smaller on their portions, but not on purpose. And so he was able to fix that operational issue. He wrote her back again saying, hey, I'm so sorry, this is what happened. And by the way, here's a $10 gift card on the house. Mm -hmm. She was blown away. This customer was just so happy that he would not only take the time to do that, but that she was able to help uh, solve this operational issue that she is like, "I'm, I'm a customer for life. And without Ovation, all that would have been is a loyal customer that would have been lost or a negative review. Totally. And it's so true too, right? And like software, this is, this is like, because part of the product in this case actually ends up being, you know, the human on the other side, which is an interesting, you know, kind of model, even if, if it wasn't meant to be that way in the beginning, but that's what it kind of seems like when you have yeah. this kind of interaction happen, but it's a hundred percent true, right? When you're building a purely, a SaaS product and you want feedback from people or like you're just first starting out and you decide to get like a lifetime deal or something like that, those early adopters end up, you know, becoming part of the team and they feel rewarded when they're able to help you solve an issue or something exactly. like that. Yep. So that's, that's super exactly awesome. right. And at the end of the day, like, like you said, like it's, I mean, it's obviously about bottom line always, but on top of that, I mean, it's directly correlated, right? But you have, happy customers you're increasing lifetime value of those people that it's just going to be 
you know, I guess like a, um, just like a compounding effect, the more of those that you have. Exactly. Because if you think about it, every negative review is going to lose you on average 30 customers. Mm. And not to mention the fact that a customer, lifetime value of the customer could be, you know, say it's, you know, $5,000 and this is their second experience. Well, not only are you losing 30 customers times 5,000, but you're losing the other 4,000, yeah. whatever of that customer uh, lifetime value. So, so you have to look at it in terms of there's a soft ROI and there's a hard ROI. Mm. There's a money in the bank of here's the value that we brought you in terms of like, here's your lift. And then here's the value that's a little bit softer, right? It's like the, the perceived value that's created from right. saving a customer, intercepting a negative review and getting more positive reviews. But at okay. the end of the day, reviews are becoming commoditized. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the SaaS tools to generate more reviews, it's like, it's a commodity nowadays. It's just, it's an add-on that's almost like required. And yeah. so while we started off as a review platform, we have shifted to a relationship platform mm -hmm. because that's something that has staying power. That's something that's stickier. And that's something that, um, you know, as we found it, it, it really drives, uh, drives what matters. Totally. And something as far as what matters, one, one thing that I've really learned is uh, customer feedback is critical asterisks because customer feedback is critical when it's from the right customers, right? So one of the things that, that we did early on was we were, we bootstrapped the business, right? We, we bootstrapped it. And then we got it to a point that we're like, okay, we want some investment, some help. And so we went and, uh, uh, we went and sorry, I just got an email from one of my investors. that put my phone behind the computer. Um, uh, so, so what was I saying? I get to, <laughs> you, you, you were building a bootstrap and then you were, oh, there we go. There we go. So we were looking for, for help. So we went to 500 startups. We got into that program. It was, it was, uh, you know, crazy that we got in 2000 companies applied, 20 got accepted. We were one of the 20. Awesome. Um, and then we went out there and we raised more money, but because the early days were bootstrapped, that meant that we were going after these smaller companies mm -hmm. and, so as we were getting this product feedback, it was all geared towards these, you know, one, two location deals. The problem is of these one, two location deals, those also had the highest rate of churn. Mm -hmm. The deals that were four and more, you know, four to 20, 30, 40, 50 locations, those deals were sticking and they loved it. Yeah. And so we were asking everyone for their feedback, but we had so many of these smaller deals that that's where we're focusing a lot of our product. And so we've had to shift to get a few of the voices of the right customers. And that's something that uh, I think is a, is a great lesson that uh, we've learned in this last year. It's not just getting customer feedback, it's getting right. the right customer feedback. And I don't think a lot of people think about that, to be honest, right? Like I, I, I never thought of it before to like, now, obviously everyone thinks about getting customer feedback. That's great. But like you said, it's, if it's not from the right person, then it means nothing. Right. And it's just like, you know, the, the receipt surveys that restaurants get, you're going to have a very few number of people who are very, very vocal about very bizarre things. And if you're just getting one to two of these surveys a week or a month, you know, that's going to give you very skewed data. Uh, and that's not representative of an entire population. Whereas mm -hmm. what we're trying to do 
is get the entire population to give a little bit of feedback as opposed to getting a couple of people to give a lot of feedback, which is what receipt surveys typically do. Totally, totally. Super cool. Now, when building Ovation, what's been like the hardest thing about it? You know, I'll, I'll tell you about one of the hardest moments. Um, and uh, this is, we're, we're going to get real personal here. But Love so it. I was, um, we were about to, we hadn't yet gotten into 500 startups. We were kind of at this point of how are we going to grow? What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Um, I quit my six figure job to do this and uh, my wife got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And, um, and as I was, you know, we were working out of my basement, things were getting like really tight. We had like four people there. So like living room was filled. My, you know, my, uh, I already had a daughter at the time. So my, which I still do. Um, Her room was a call center. A back room was a call center. Even the bathroom was getting used for, Uh for dials. And so it was like very cramped, very stressful. And um, I come home one day and my wife comes home from her doctor's appointment and turns out that uh, the doctor couldn't find a heartbeat. And she was in, just finished up her first trimester. And, uh, and so we lost the baby. And that was like, it was just like such a a blow. It was so hard uh, to hear that. But then Mm -hmm. as soon as she told me, you know, we, we like, sat down we we prayed we cried um and then i had to go you know with a go meet with a prospect so i drove down the street and it was a one location deal and as i'm driving down i'm like oh man this is just like so tough like all right i gotta put on my game face and like close this deal maybe that'll like you know it would it'll help right Mm. so we get to the location and the guy stands me up oh my god not even there and so as I'm driving home, I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like I'm the, the CEO of this company. I've just left this huge job. We just lost a baby. I get, I'm getting stood up by a one location deal. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like going through all of this, bam, I get into a car crash. Oh, no. And so at this point, I'm just like, you know what? This is, this is crazy. We're yeah. gonna have all these hospital bills. Now we have a car you know, repair. And then the cops show up to like write a report and icing on the cake. They're like, Oh yeah, by the way, here's your ticket for reckless driving. And so I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, like I don't have like great health insurance. I have all these bills now. And like, what am I doing? Um, And it was at that moment that I realized that my passion in life is to truly build value. And if that really is my passion, mm-hmm. then I need to keep going through. And mm-hmm. I need to take this through to as far as I possibly can. And uh, I came back and I told my wife that, hey, let's do it. We got this. We could get through it. And uh, so we, you know, we picked ourselves up. We bought ourselves a cookie. Uh, we actually bought us ourselves a cruise <laughs> to kind of like, hey, we're going to be spending all this money. Let's buy a cruise too. Um, and and uh, like I said, we cried a little bit more. We prayed yeah. some more. And um, that's what helped us get us through. But that was a really defining moment for, am I going to take this to the end? Am I going to really right. go for this? And the answer was yes. And we haven't turned back since. Good, good. That's a, that's a wild story. That's a, that sounds like a super difficult day 
Yeah, have like, a good, very bad day. <laughs> right, like just everything hits you all at once. That's crazy. Um, but it's but we it's, made it through, and that's right, and that's what's important. Right, it's eye opening at the same time. Like, you know, like maybe that was what was needed almost. Yeah, there's a, there's this great uh, you know verse in the Bible, and it says, um, "Sorrow." is better than laughter for by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. Mm -hmm. And that's in Ecclesiastes. And I just love that concept that at times being sad is a good thing. Yeah. Right. It like, it cleanses you and you can refocus, regroup. And that's something that I've always, um, that I've really appreciated is just that, that ability to not be so afraid of being sad. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, at times you got to embrace it and yeah. use that to propel you to that to that next level totally that's that's i think more people should have that kind of outlook you know like embracing just being present in the moment and and mindful of you know the things that are actually happening now and what could happen eventually just from that moment um absolutely a lot of it said now what is the single most important thing that you're currently working on at ovation we are working on going upstream so we're, we're focusing all of our efforts on um, going, going after larger customers and uh, because not only do we have, you know, value that no one else can right. provide for them, but uh, they, uh, they stick around and they can weather a, a rough month or two or a, you know, a boiler being replaced right. or something like that. So that's, that's <laughs> what we're going after. Awesome. That's awesome. And uh, to, I would say, to, I usually say to get more personal with a couple more questions, but you already got pretty personal. Um, but if you could, or not if you could, but like, what's one thing that you're not really good at? Uh, just one thing. Um, like if, if you could pick the, the thing that you're worst at, what is that? Um, I would say I am worst at letting people down or letting people go. At, at times in a startup, you have to make tough decisions to let people go. And I tend to really take it on me that they haven't been successful because I haven't done something. And so um, that's something that I need to work on is, is getting better at setting clearer expectations of this is success, this is not. If you aren't able to do this, we're gonna have to part ways. So that way, um, when it comes down to it, it's not like, oh, uh, dude, uh, well, but I, that's something that I need to get better at and something that I uh, really struggle with. Totally. And uh, what is a SaaS company that you look up to aside from Ovation? You know, one of our, uh, there's a company by a guy, Brandon Rodman called Weave. Mm -hmm. And uh, the product, the strategy, the culture, his leadership, his passion. Um, he is someone that I look up to as a SaaS leader. Mm -hmm. And if Ovation can be like Weave, uh, you know, nothing but good things ahead. I yeah. really, really look up to that company and to him as a CEO. Uh -huh. Awesome, awesome. And uh, if, you if you could go back to two years ago when you first started Ovation, what would you tell yourself with what you know now? I would uh, tell myself to, to get more connections upstream. I feel like I was so, I was too concerned about the financials, the financials of like, I need to show growth this month that I never, I didn't take a step back and say, okay, 
but how do we, I knew that we wanted to go upstream eventually, but how do we get there? And the way that we get there is we take a little bit of a hit by building relationships upstream now um, so that we can create a product that would go upstream better, faster. So how did you go about doing that. So in terms of like these trade shows, I would focus more on how do I build relationships with industry experts as opposed to working on closing deals and getting more leads. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause I was so focused on just, you know, it's the first of the month. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta build, 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 build. Um, that that's good. But what that did was we were focusing on the wrong customer segment that would result in exponential growth. Right. And so at times you have to slow the growth to run the tests to, uh, you know, to, to get to where you need to, not in a month, but in six months. Totally. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. And uh, do you have a favorite book? Uh, so the power of starting something stupid, um, that was by, uh, by Richie Norton, also a hero of mine, the mm -hmm. speed of trust by Stephen, uh, Stephen Covey. And then one of the, um, how will you measure your life is, uh, by Clayton Christensen is a phenomenal book. Okay. okay but what, wait, one more favorite book, right? I got a lot of favorite favorites, yeah. but here's my, here's like my, uh, out, outside of like, uh, scripture, my favorite book is man's search for meaning by victor frankel okay if you have not read that book okay. oh my goodness like stop whatever book you're reading and read <laughs> man's search for meaning it's captivating it's beautiful it's it's soul expanding it mm -hmm. is just such a phenomenal book so i don't, those those would be my top four awesome i'll have to check them out and i'll check out that last one i'll i'll, I'll buy it right after this okay. and, uh, uh, second to last question, where can people find you on Zach? Uh LinkedIn, Zach Oates, Zach with a C-K, Oates with a E-S. Um, or they can feel free to email me, Zach at ovationup.com. Awesome, awesome. And last question, where, uh, <laughs> I already asked that. Do uh, you have any questions for me? Dude, what's, what's your dream? Mm, I just want to, like, provide massive value to people, you know, like really help them out, grow their companies, like growing a company. It's something that I had experience with really early on. Uh, when I was in high school, I started a clothing company and I just used like what I had, right. I, I was working at Subway at the time. I was making like 600, I had like 600 bucks in the savings. Uh, I put it all into like clothes that I didn't know anyone would buy. And, uh, I just started like marketing it on social media, grew the company eventually, um, and then I made a pivot that kind of just messed everything up. So sales dropped. And then after that, I just like, I realized, you know, like there's, there's, it was a pivot on in the same brand that was going to like different, a completely different audience. So like nobody that already knew about the company really cared about what I was doing anymore, mm -hmm. um, which was fine. Right. A lot of learning lessons and stuff like that. But what I really enjoyed was the whole thing of actually like putting everything together, uh, building the company, building the team behind it. Um, and just seeing that entire journey, um, and now really like, you know, seeing people with in the SaaS space now, just seeing, you know, how people work with each other, the ecosystem as a whole, very entrepreneurial, um, and just really working with people that are like-minded and just being able to help them, um, you know, grow through what I do best. Dude, I love that, man. That, that building value and, and, uh, and building others in the process. That's, uh, there's few things that bring more joy than helping someone out totally. know, and uh, love that. Awesome. 
well, hey, if there's anything I could do to help you build that value and get that dream, man, I'm here, brother. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Zach, so much for being on here. It was really a pleasure speaking with you, learning a lot more uh, about yourself, about your company and all the good things that are coming your way. So appreciate Likewise. it. Likewise. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye.